We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thank you for being with us. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Bulls made no moves. Arturis Karnishevis hasn't spoken to the media since September. How is he going to defend and project the current and future state of the Bulls? We go to Brooklyn and listen in to the Bulls president, who will join Moe and Haw tomorrow, right now. you want to do an opening statement, or we can just fire away? No, we can fire away. What, um, obviously you guys can't operate in the kingdom of how the fans feel about today and stuff, but the fan base doesn't seem very happy with inactivity compared to where you guys are in the standings. How do you justify the inactivity and moving forward with this group when this group hasn't shown consistency yet this season? Well, consistency is the word, right? So I think I can start with uh, saying that, that we were pre-active uh, trade deadline. It just didn't seem like there were deals for us to make. Um, to improve this group and at the end of the day we decided to go with this group for next 28 games. I just think that um, this group showed some resiliency uh, improvement uh, this year because we kind of flipped the script uh, from last year beating bad teams, losing to good teams, uh, this year winning against good teams and losing to below 500 teams, staying in a lot of games. Um, uh, you know, I'm like a fan base, uh, you know, hate to lose uh, in a lot of those close games. But a lot of those games we were in it, it's just disappointing to see that our record doesn't show that we improved. But we in a lot of those games, it's just disappointing that we lose at the end. Um, so <clears throat> after a busy couple of days, I think, you know, we came to the conclusion that this was the best group for us uh, to give us the best chance to win. Were you disappointed you couldn't get something done because of the, the, the current makeup? Or did you kind of feel with the way the market was and the way people were talking with your assets that there might not just be a, a Well, that's what you're looking at. There were so many buyers, right? So there were a lot of teams that didn't want to take a step back, including us. So we tried to improve our team, but at what cost? And that price was not okay with us. So I think, uh, you know, next stage for us now that we passed the trade deadline is to evaluate this group next 28 games. Um, 
like I said, you know, mediocrity and average is, is, is not okay with us. Um, but the next step is what's going to happen for the rest of the season and then how we can address, you know, during the draft and free agency, uh, the shortcomings. So, Sorry. Go ahead. You, you talked so much about roster continuity. Um, you obviously have not been able to achieve that because of Lonzo's injury. Two questions. Do you expect Lonzo to play this season? And uh, what gives you belief in this core of your big three still? Well, I don't know uh, regarding Zoe. Uh, I think he's making small improvements, but we're still going to have more information for you probably post uh, All-Star weekend, and we're going to inform you about that. Uh, regarding this group, uh, again, I thought that there are small improvements this year in terms of you know, staying in games, coming back from uh, large deficits uh, in the games that we had no business to be in. Uh, pulling out at the end, and obviously there were a lot of painful losses that we were very close. So at the end of the day, we thought that this was the best group for us to finish the season. Yeah, you, are you confident you'll be able to resign Nikola Vucevic before he gets on the I'm confident. I mean, he's having an unbelievable year, and, you know, we want him to be here. So I just think that for this group now is important. You know, now that the trade deadline is passed, you know, this is the group that we're sticking with, and they can go out there and play and put a foot on the gas and put together a run. That just, one, just one more about the offseason since you didn't make a deal today. You also have, beyond Bougie, you have three other players you have to make decisions on, and Io, Kobe, and Javante. So how confident are you that you're going to be able to make improvements this summer given your guys' salary structure and also the, team, the franchise's uh, historic reputation with the luxury tax? No, I think we'll we'll have ways to do it. We, you know, this trade deadline, you know, showed us that, you know, we have a lot of good players, and you know, we've got a lot of value around the league, and I think there's there's ways to do it. Um, we will look at, you know, how to improve it. Is based obviously on the next 28 games and uh, how we're going to finish the season, and we'll go from there. And I can uh, address that after the season in media. So, I think you're. Uh... Ninth now, and given the landscape of what the other teams did in front of you and back to you, where do you feel you are for these last 28 games as far as where you are and where you can be? I mean, I'm, I'm still, I still have confidence in this group uh, right now. Um, I think uh, we would have, uh, if we pulled it out the last game, we would have been in eighth spot. So. Uh, there's still wiggle room. There's some parity in uh, in the East. I think the the trade deadline kind of shifted um, some quality more towards West. So there's you know there's a chance obviously to compete in the East Eastern Conference. And there's a lot of teams that are pretty good, uh, but they are just clutch all together. So I think there's there's a chance there in the next 28 games. Did you um, uh, if you could say. Is that for you? Did you uh, involve yourself in, in any of these or the sort of major moves that teams made? Were you also involved in those? What what moves? Durant or any of the big you know, I mean, the we tried, moves that were Well, we tried to get into a lot of, uh, you know, uh, a lot of deals, but, you know, at the end of the day, we didn't make any of them. Uh, so I think, you know, after... 
looking at the you know in return and what we had to give up to to improve the team, we thought that it was prudent to stick to this uh, group for the next 28 games. Was there? Uh, did you find there was demand for certain of your players, and you just didn't like what was being offered? I think so. I think we we have a good team. We we have a lot of good players, um, and you know, and you know we you know we made we made calls. We we got a lot of calls. It was pretty busy, but at the end of the day, I think you know we were. We were also buyers, you know. We wanted to improve our team, but we couldn't capitalize on that. There was one thing I was curious about from like the end of last season when Billy did his closing thing. He said, uh, "You know, this is not sustainable." Uh, DeRozan, you know, hit all these incredible shots, mm -hmm. had like the best shooting month like in NBA history, practically game mm -hmm. winners. And then this season, he's kind of said that a lot again. Like, even after the last game, I think maybe Memphis. I'm not sure which one. He talked about, you know, we are where we've been, you know, we're kind of the mm -hmm. same. So is, is it kind of counterintuitive that, you, you know, given the coaches said those things, you want to talk about, you know, sort of staying with you more, the, you know, the consistency you've talked about? Well, I think there's certain things that you can improve, and I think this group can, you know, learn from painful losses. You know, it's, it's painful to watch them, you know, sometimes, you know, lose in those close games. I'm just like a fan base watching them, and we have a chance to win in every game, and we hang in there and then just give it away. So uh, I think this group is learning. Um, so they got 28 games to to improve, and we'll see what happens. Joe uh, mentioned, asked if you were disappointed. Were you really close to something, or did you just never got to that point? I mean, I'm not going to tell you that. I mean, there, there were a lot of you know hypotheticals and a lot of rumors and you know and like I said you know we were pretty busy but nothing capitalized. Arturis, is there anyone that you deemed on the roster that is absolutely untouchable or when you are inconsistent like this you have to have an open mind that everyone has a price? Just I think you have to have an open mind especially when you you know in the ninth or tenth place uh, you have to look at yourself realistically but I think at the end of the day we looked at this group as a Best way to go for the next 28 games. We'll look at it. We'll look at first. I have to look through every trade that actually happened, and uh, you know what kind of rosters each team has uh, before we look at the buyout market. Um, so we'll look at it for sure. Arturis, um, Io is on a nice <coughs> run here. Can you talk about what you've seen out of him in the second year? I mean, we've seen this growth. You know, I, you know, is 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 a lot more resilient than last year. Uh, the the word that we used here a lot is obviously consistency. We need to find consistency. Uh, we find these runs of three or four games that we, you know, we get good wins, and then you know, next couple of games we just relax and play with no energy. I think consistency is the key for the next 28 games. First, I have a question about your guys' shooting. Uh, it was cited as an off-season need last off-season. Obviously, you guys had the flirtation with Gallinari, which you won't comment on rumors, so you won't acknowledge. Uh, and he suffered an unfortunate injury. But your, your, your numbers are your numbers as far as shooting. Mm -hmm. The three-point driven league, you don't take a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Lonzo's absence hurts you in that category. But how difficult is it to 
watch a team in this modern era play the way you are playing with your lack of shooting, and how can you address it moving forward? I mean, some games we would have good three-point rate, you know, and uh, the 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 reason why we were in a lot of games last year, we were not shooting a lot of threes, but we were making them, right? We still making them, uh, but again, now now our defense in top ten. You know, but our offense is right. You know, it's 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 in the twenties. So I think uh, most of the times we depend on our offense right now, and and you know the games that we just can't make a shot. I mean, last game, you know, we were we had what fourteen points in the in the first quarter and thirteen in the fourth. I mean, that's struggling on offense. You know, so. So I think in terms of rate, yes, you know, we would like to bring the three-point rate up more, but I think we're still um, making at the very good uh, rate, the threes. And one more about your improvements, and I know you can't get specific, but you say, like, we, we have avenues to improve the team, but you, you were aggressive in assembling this roster, and you expended a lot of draft capital to do so. So you may not have your draft pick. As I mentioned before, you face decisions on several contracts of your own players. And I don't know if you want to address this or not, but the franchise history with the luxury tax is what it is. They've only paid it once in franchise history. So what gives you the confidence that you're going to be able to significantly improve this? Well, I think we turned the roster around the last couple of years. You know, we've done deals that, you know, in the summertime that a lot of people said that we couldn't do so I think there's ways to improve it it's just the timing is going to depend on when you you know make those moves and this is just a collection of information next 28 games is like you know where we are this is a key this date is a key juncture in the NBA calendar mm -hmm. uh, you know given obviously no trades beyond this uh, so and 55 or whatever games and how would you characterize your view of this season so far in the sense of are you disappointed, are you surprised? I am disappointed understand? in terms of result. I'm disappointed, um, you know, inconsistencies were disappointing a little bit to me. Uh, but again, there's, you know, those guys are still hanging in there. Um, you know, uh, players and coaches are doing a great job now to hang in there. Um, there's still time uh, to improve and we have 28 games left. Uh, we have to improve our position, and each team probably says the same thing. So we're going to battle, and we'll see what happens. Do you expect to be in the playoffs? Yes. Last one for Casey. What have you thought of uh, Zach Levine's season? I think it's great. I think you know he started kind of slow just because he's coming off the injury, but right now I think you know he's playing pretty well the last two months, and he's definitely helping the team. And I hope for him to continue doing that thank you that wow. was pretty uninspiring. That's Bulls president Arturis Karnishevis. Uh I don't know if you've heard speaks, but there's 28 games left. Uh, yeah, that's his way of saying <laughs> that everybody's on notice and moves will come in the offseason, even though there's not a lot of flexibility in the offseason, as Casey Johnson pointed out a couple of times. So he said he's confident in re-signing Vooch. My guess is that if Arturis is at all in tune with what he needs to do, they need to re-sign Vooch before the season ends. 
you don't want to wait and risk getting blown away by someone else. Like that's got to basically be priority one for him. So priority then, one for the team uh-huh. can be to try to play better in positioning and whatever type of hope trafficking he was just mumbo jumbling his way through. But <laughs> but you get you got to resign Vooch, and then. I mean, listen, I didn't take a ton of econ classes in college, but I took a couple. If everyone is buying, yeah. then sell. They, that's the headline <laughs> to me. They never considered selling. He did not consider it. They were buying. A lot of teams didn't want to take a step back, including us, is a pull quote at one point. Um, he, he said there were so many buyers. They, they were not sellers at all. A, that means it's a seller's market. Right. And he said, we're a pretty good team. Yeah. We've got good players. This market showed us that. No, it didn't. Well, hold on. See, now you've <laughs> said, and we've talked about, they do have a bunch of pretty good players that don't fit well together. Well, it, but then so your job is to, to notice that you, you're the person who acquires the groceries to uh-huh. make the meal. Right. Like so it, he got a bad meal, but he's not will, he wasn't willing to sell off the pieces. But, yeah, uh, right. He was buying. And, uh, he, he was trying to buy, but he didn't have a lot of pieces that he was willing to part with. Mm-hmm. And so he is banking on making the playoffs this year and these like little small improvements and we can learn something from these close losses. Is he talking about a young team? No. Am I watching the wrong Bulls team? No, he's just... These guys are all in their prime or slightly past their prime. What is he talking about learning to win? Caruso is, what, 28, 29? He wants DeRozan's to see... 32, Vooch is 33, Zach is 26, 27. These guys are in their prime. He wants to see his vision get a chance to compete. He wants to see the team that he put together get a chance to compete. But he's going to tell us about Lonzo after the All-Star break. But, like, there was... The quote, if we pulled that game out the other night, we would have been in the eighth spot. Yeah, congratulations. And you know what? It's the Memphis game. Anybody who's watching that game saw as soon as Memphis put their foot on the gas in the fourth quarter, it was over. Yeah, it was over. Because you're not as good as these teams. So, you know, Cowley basically asked him if he even thought about selling. He's like, well, you have to have an open mind in ninth or tenth. You look realistically, but dot, dot, dot. They chose to stand pat for the next 28 games. I would love Mully and Haw tomorrow, and Arturis will join him at 8 a.m. I would love them to follow up on the idea of this trade deadline showed us that we have a lot of good players with a lot of value around the league. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. So teams are just trying to poach your guys for 60, 70 cents on the dollar in your mind, and you just, there was nothing that could have been done around the fringes of your roster. You couldn't trade from your surplus of guards for a rim protector. You Seriously. Like, you know what I mean? Like if, if you have so many pieces that have so much value and there were dozens of trades made, uh-huh. then how you could, then, then is, is it not possible, Arturis, with all due respect, that you are really overvaluing your own players? 100%. It, it, like it's a, that's a, that's a, that, to me, those two things don't make a ton of sense. Like, you don't have to... Okay, I, I would have traded Vooch. You would have traded Zach. Fine. Arturis disagrees. Um, well, then trade Kobe White. Trade Kobe White to a Tr- team Tr- that needs shooting and will give you an asset for future years or something that is different that you could use because the mix that you have trade is Dr- trash. Trade Drummond. Trade Io. Trade Dragic. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 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 if you've got all of these players 
that are so uh, so valued around the league and everybody and their mothers making trades. Well, then yeah. then, then, then make a make a trade to to change things up a bit if you're not going to sell. But to me, yeah. if it's a buyer's market, sell. I, I I'm really <laughs> that, uh, that is econ 101. I'm distressed <laughs> at the Reinsdorfian continuum here. That shows a front office aiming for the middle. They want to make the playoffs. The dreams of the sixth seed. Do you think you'll make the playoffs this year? Yes. Okay, so he wants these guys to bust their hump. And if they make the playoffs and win a playoff series, that's his dream for the year as he tries to walk before they run. But a couple years in, when your vision has clearly failed, perhaps because of the health of Lonzo Ball, you have to make some bold moves and change it up when the market is as insane as it was today and yesterday and the day before, and he chose to do nothing. It's brutal. And so now, all right, so so Lonzo's done for the year, right? I would, I would assume. If, if you say we'll give you an announcement after the All-Star break, mm-hmm. but like we'll let you know, he knows, but he's not saying. So, so Lonzo's done for this year. And he said that the quality shifted west – so that means there's a chance to compete in the East this year. Mm. How do those two things make any sense if Lonzo's not coming back and you didn't make any additions? I don't know. This is a... Uh, it's a bad look right now. Yeah, it's it's not... It's accepting the middle, isn't it? It's like I, dreaming I, of the middle. I, I, I think it's more delusion because he said flatly mediocrity is not acceptable. Hmm. I think he thinks that they're better than they are. But they haven't proven it. Like w- beating Boston once in the regular season does not prove anything. Yeah, but, to, but win he's, play- to win a playoff series, you need to win four of seven. He's extending <laughs> it to last year, where they beat good teams and lost, or they beat bad teams and lost to good teams. Yeah. Now they beat good teams and lost to bad teams. Yeah, we can we can open up some phone lines here. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Hey, there's twenty eight games left. Arturis believes they can compete in the East. Do you? We were pretty active at the deadline. You made no moves. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. What's wrong with my ball? That was a rough look for Arturis Karnishevis. Rough day, rough time. There's a lot of optimism from... They got Vooch. He's a stud. Oh, my God. Lonzo chose here? Whoa! Oh, man. They got two top ten scores in the league. Whoa! Yeah! Two. A delusional Arturis Karnishevis? I mean, that, that was delusional. He said we're a good team. You're under 500 in a league where a third of the league is tanking for Wembenyama. There are only eight teams in the league with fewer wins than the Bulls. Three of them have one fewer win than the Bulls. One of those teams has LeBron James on it. I, you're not good. These pieces are older. They don't fit together. 28 games, 128 games, 2.8 games, whatever. It doesn't matter how many games left. These pieces do not fit together. We have learned that. Like I keep talking about we got, we got 28 games to evaluate the team. What about the previous 54 games? What about the last 82 of last year? I don't understand. Wait, wait, what, do we, what do we need to learn in these last 28 games? 28 games. Great. Awesome. You got 28 games. Rearrange some deck chairs at a minimum. 
So everyone was trying to buy, and we were trying to buy. Well, then you should be able to get a king's ransom if you're selling. You got to be nimble. You got to be able to pivot off of your plan. Like this idea of continuity, continuity, teams that have continuity are teams that are good. It's like, oh, we're the Warriors. We've got Draymond and Steph and Clay, so we're going to bring everyone back and pay the luxury tax because we'd be crazy to blow this thing up. Continuity? You've won zero playoff series. I mean, continuity. That's insane. Spiegel had to go, by the way. He had a prior commitment, so I'm flying solo for the last 30 minutes. Unfortunately, he passed. No, no, he's still still with us. He's just not with us. We're Spigs. Yeah, it's a good question. And he's going to be dead. Yeah, maybe. But man, he's pooping. What a what a low point. What a low point. And just the idea of like we can learn from these close losses. Man, they are not a young team. They are not a young team. So I don't know what they're learning, but it's not a good situation. Adam in New Lennox is on the score. What up, Adam? Hey, Danny. I wanted to bring up a point about our tourists that I haven't really heard anybody bring up before or at least in chicago uh when he took the job with denver a week into his tenure there was the nba draft that season he traded donovan mitchell for trey lyles if you even know who that is but i definitely think we do have to question his evaluation of talent and how it fits together because he does have a track record of making questionable moves uh, I mean, listen, the guy came in highly regarded, highly respected, and he built a contending team in Denver, albeit one that's never, you know, reached the finals or anything like that. I appreciate the call, Adam. And he went from irrelevance to relevance fairly quickly, but it's aging very, very poorly. It's aging like an avocado. When's the last time you bought an avocado and watched it age? Uh, we have avocados in the house uh, every week. They 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 get bad quick. No, yeah, it, it was a good take. I was it was a good comparison. Yeah. I was just surprised. Yeah, I love big avocados. Healthy, I love them. Filling, you could put them on toast. Fatty or in smoothies. Healthy fat. Yep, that's Fatty. why I can't afford a mortgage. Buying too many avocados. Yeah. Classic millennial behavior. To calls. Yeah, well, that's right. Uh, Shut up, Danny. <laughs> Chris, how disappointed are you? Very. Not you, Dr. NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Not in me. The other Chris. Chris on line four. What up, Chris? Hey, what's up, Danny? How you doing? I'm all right. Hey, uh, I, I picked up on this. And I'm not sure if I'm reading too much into it. I mean, I almost fell asleep during that press conference. But he kept saying 28 games, 28 games, 28 games. But he did make a point of saying we're in the games and we're losing them late. Um, I'm not sure. If, I know Billy Donovan just signed the extension, but it kind of seemed like he was taking a shot at coaching there. And maybe reading too much into it. But yeah. I mean, if you're in the game, you're losing late. It kind of seems like they're putting the on- onus on him. Honestly, I mean, that's that's an interesting read. I, I didn't feel like he was putting the onus on anybody. I thought it was like, we're a good team. The league showed that there's a ton of value in all of our players. We've played a lot of close games. We've beaten some good teams. I still expect to be in the playoffs. We can learn from these close losses. Mediocrity is not acceptable. So I... I think that there will be moves this offseason, I assume, well, somewhat because you have to uh, in terms of there's contractual things, but man, it's so weird now to like 
just because you want like I I have a huge problem with like straight up incompetence and now I have to root for them to sign Vooch to an extension when I wanted to trade him but because you did this you now absolutely have to sign him and it's the same exact logic that I uh deployed when people were saying to not Max Levine in the NBA you can't lose players for nothing There is no comp pick. You would just lose him. So you absolutely have to sign Vooch at this point. And then maybe you trade him or do whatever, but you absolutely have to sign Vooch. And so you'll be paying Vooch for his 33, 34, 35, maybe 36-year-old season when he's slow and not a rim protector right now. And he is having a very good year. But again, to me, the key in the NBA is two-way impact stars. Guys who make a difference on both ends of the floor or guys who make other people better, right? Like, Luke is not a great defensive player. I don't think he's bad, but he does so much on the offensive end. But he's also an amazing passer, commands so much attention or whatever that, like, he makes other people better. Zach doesn't really make the guys around him better, not a facilitator. DeRozan doesn't really make the guys around him better, not a facilitator. Vooch makes the guys around him better, very good passer, but also not a defensive player. So the top three guys, they just don't fit together. Last one, Rodney Hyde Park. Rodney, you're on the score. Hey, gentlemen, how are you? It's a pleasure talking with you. Thanks for calling. Okay, I'd like to say I I, I, I like what they've done. Uh, There was no move to be made that would – strengthens the team to the point that they would make a run in the playoff. They were going to be who they are. And I think the moves will be made later on uh, after the season. Uh, I think Zach is killing them down the stretch. I thought that he hurt them in that Memphis game. I thought he came up with some crucial turnovers. Uh, He's just not a closer. You know, when he's hot, he's good. But when he's not, oh, my goodness, yeah, he's just out there. His defense lacks. I just, I'm not crazy about him. Yeah, no, nobody is at this point. And I hear you, Rodney. Thanks for the call. Listen, no one is playing up to their potential right now. And they did nothing. And if they were trying to be buyers, what were they going to give up? They don't have draft capital to give up. So, I, delusional is the best word I can come across with here. We've been making small improvements. There's 28 games left to evaluate this team. We can learn things from these bad losses. I'm confident we'll re-sign Vooch. He said we were pretty active. You made no moves. There were so many buyers. Teams didn't want to take a step back, including us. Okay. You are an under 500 basketball team. There is absolutely no guarantee that you make the playoffs or the play-in game. So, you have doubled down on a core that doesn't fit together. I need to, like, wash the stink of the bulls off me. How do I do that? Justin Fields forever. That's right. Let's talk about the only team with, like, genuine optimism. The Chicago. White Sox? No. No, no, no. Uh, Justin Fields making the media rounds out there in Arizona. Tanny has been scouring the interwebs for all of the clips. And he went out with the heavy hitters. 
Oh. He went out with Jim Rome. He gave a, a what? No. Can I do it? What? How great is that? <laughs> How great is that? We've got Justin Fields in the jungle. Let's extend a vine to the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Not a literal vine because it's not a literal jungle. Here's Jim Rome with Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Dude, what's up? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Looking at your watch, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm a watch guy. Mm-hmm. Pretty oh, yeah. similar. I like that. Pretty I like similar. that. I like, I like that yours, too. Yes, sir. Respect. Yes, sir. You like Appreciate yellow gold? <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Are you a rose gold guy or just exclusively I've, yellow? You know, lately, I've kind of been digging the rose gold, so I right? might have to yeah, move over a little bit. But, yeah, right? I mean, I got this a couple of years ago. But, I mean, lately, the rose gold has definitely been uh, enticing for sure. All right, dude, talk right? to me. Like, as a watch guy... Yeah. There's a story behind every watch, man. Like, you can't, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you don't see it. Like, I mean, you have to see it and know right away, but there's got to be a story. Is there a story behind that? Or you just kind of like, hey, man, I like that. I want that. You know, this was the first watch that I got uh, after I got drafted. So, you know. That's what I'm saying. You know, most guys get the bust down jewelry, <laughs> but, you know, these plain Janes, they a- appreciate. So, you know, uh, just. You just, understand, just, dude. Just, just had to be smart with it and, you know, just, just went with the. Uh, Plain Jane Gold. Uh, all right, so first of all, there's yeah. nothing plain Jane about that, dude. There's nothing plain Jane about that piece. I know that <laughs> piece. But number two, what I like about that is that was the first thing you got after you were drafted. You'll always remember that. Mm-hmm. And number two, you thought about it's going to hold its value. Exactly. You can never get hurt. Now, dude, you ain't going to get rich on that. You're not going to retire all. on that, yeah. but it will hold its value. For sure. Most Good. definitely. Glad we got that out of the way. All right, so bring me up today. Like, your season ended. <laughs> Arugula. Raise that lettuce. Arugula. That watch is going to appreciate in value. You're not going to be rich on it, but it's going to appreciate in value. That's smart investing. How great is that? How great is that? Arugula. Unbelievable. Wow. Rome. That's all I talked about. <laughs> Romy, Justin Fields, the jungle, match made in heaven. But there was also pressure on being the man in Chicago. You live you live and work in a notoriously tough sports town. Now, listen, yeah. if you're good and you win there, man, there is no better place. Yeah, Chicago's sure. an amazing place, sure. but it's tough. And especially if you're a QB1 in that town, mm-hmm. to me it takes a different cat altogether. Is this something you're cognizant of? Is this something you give any thought to? Um, I mean, no, not really. I think I would say my expectations for myself are bigger than, you know, any fan out there, bigger than, you know, anybody else out there. So, uh, you know, I think – just what I want to accomplish, you know, individually uh, with my team uh, for the city of Chicago is, you know, uh, bigger than what anybody else, you know, wants. So, uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's really just my job to, you know, work forward and, you know, do the best I can and be the best quarterback I can for the uh, Chicago Bears. And that, that's so. the truth, isn't it, right? The fact of the matter is, as much as they want it, yeah. they don't want it more than you. Exactly. So you got to keep the main thing the main thing and block out that noise. I think there's yeah. like a, a discipline to that. Is that on your radar? Are you thinking to yourself, man, I hope they don't need me to rush for a thousand yeah. yards again? Yeah, I mean, I was asked this question, I think, after, I think the last game we played, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I hope I don't rush for that much. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this year, I mean, I was. Why not, dude? Why not 2,000? Yeah. 2K, I, yo. I'm going to leave that to Demo and uh, Khalil Herbert. <laughs> My guys in the backfield with me. So, uh, yeah. Listen, there's keeping the main thing the main thing, and you don't want to get too caught up in social, but if you've got fan, fancy fans have been there a long time already, mm-hmm. like getting at players, like you cost me money, and then you put gambling yeah. into this as well. Is everybody jumping into your mentions positively and negatively now as a result? What, what do you do with that? If you st- – <laughs> You What's wouldn't like? understand how many. Explain it to me, dude. Like, help me understand. I feel like I'm have personal problems with guys tagging me after games. Like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? I mean, I didn't tell y'all to bet on me. Uh, <laughs> y'all doing that? So, like me personally, I don't. I don't bet. Uh, you know, just because. 
Good. I'm not about to, you know, bet on something that I can't control. So, uh, you know, uh, I mean, but you know, of course, it's, a, it's it's big in the big in this world that we live in. But uh, passionate fans, but you know, so yeah. Dude, it's like you said. I mean, there's no going back, man. It is what it is. How yeah. great is that? Uh, I love Justin Fields. Quick coaching point, Justin. You don't bet not because you can't control it but because you're not allowed to see Calvin Ridley. You, sir, are not allowed to bet on football, not just because you can't control the outcome of Chiefs and Eagles. Arugula. Arugula. All right, this is very dense football stuff, but it's good. Uh, Here is Justin Fields with Rich Eisen evaluating his season, what he needs to improve, and how he's going to go about doing it. Did the game slow down for you this year? I think so. You know, I think with the experience, I think, you know, with just the reps, um, you just learn uh, to be calm in a chaotic environment. You know, when, you know, the big D linemen are, you know, trying to sack you and stuff like that. I mean, you just have to be calm uh, as a quarterback and stuff like that. So, of course, you know, I I still have room to improve, but, um, you know, I'm definitely uh, seeing improvement for myself this year. What, What worked for you this year then? What would you say, Justin? Um, you know, I would say as an offense, I think, you know, moving the pocket worked for us a little bit. And then, mm-hmm. of course, when a play wasn't there, uh, you know, just, just trying to make a play. So, um, you know, there's areas in my game where I need to grow. But I think, Like what? Give me one. Uh, I, I would say in the, in the, in the short game, uh, in the short passing game, uh, just, you know, the, kind of the gimme throws, the, the run alerts, the bows and stuff like that, I feel like, you know, I might have gotten too lazy on them and just literally missed easy throws. Is that throws. a footwork thing? I think it's, a, it's, it's definitely a mechanic thing. So, yeah, so, I mean, just fixing those mechanics. Uh, and, you know, now's the time where I can really get back into it and kind of focus on that. So when the season does roll around, yeah. uh, you know, um, you know, clicking on all, on all cylinders. So, well, yeah. What about the idea, Justin Fields here on the Rich Eisen Show, narrative, let me go for narratives here, mm-hmm. that you get beat up too much, that the way that you play, yeah. that you, you got hurt, you know, obviously you didn't finish the season at the mm-hmm. position, totally makes sense, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think? mean, my mentality when I tuck the ball down and run is yes. to... First of all, protect myself because I know if I'm not out there, not out there on the field, then I can't, of course, perform for my team. So uh, that's my first, you know, thing I'm thinking of is, you know, don't take a big hit. And I got hurt, you know, in the Lions game week seven or week 16. Yes. Uh, on a pass play. So, uh, you know. Uh, Go figure. But, yeah. Right. So because I mean, I'll be honest, I'm watching you play Justin Fields. And my first thought that I think is your first thought when you're carrying it is mm-hmm. you're going to score. Yeah, I like mean, that's what I'm thinking, and it doesn't matter if you're you're running it from your own 15. Yeah. you're thinking there's 85 more yards I can get here on this carry right now. No, nah, for sure. I mean, I think you just have to be smart in certain situations, knowing you know where you are in the game. You know, it could be first and 10, first quarter. I mean, you don't want to you know risk a big hit that early in the game for yes. you know potential two or three extra yards. But you know, there are times where you know you get later in the game, and you know your team might need an extra bit of yards, or it's you know third, fourth and goal, and, you know, you're trying to score a touchdown or a third down, and you're trying to get the first down to where, you know, you might need to, you know, put your pads down for a second and, you know, take a hit and get up and play the next play. Who's your inner circle? Who you lean on for advice or you get something off your chest? Would, Who is that? I would definitely uh, say my dad. Anybody who's played the position professionally that you Uh No, not really. I feel like I don't have, like, a, a great uh, relationship to where I can just go talk to anybody about that, but you know I'm looking forward to you know building that. Um, you know our head coach, Coach Flus, just met Steve Young, so I'm looking uh-huh. forward to getting you know getting together with him and talking to him a little bit about okay. you know the quarterback position a little bit. You know about about playing quarterbacks. All right, give me what do you, what would you want to pick Steve Young's brain about? 
Um, you know, just everything, just, you know, the ups and downs, um, you know, how he played the position and, you know, what his mindset was going into each week, going into each and every game and stuff like that. So that's the kind of stuff I like to you All know. right, let's just jump into the, the uh, conversation about the Bears being first overall on the clock. Yeah. Are you ready for people to start questioning whether you're the, the quarterback of the Chicago Bears next I mean, year? I mean, uh, I think they've, you know, they've, they've already been, you know, saying that. So, uh, you know. Um, how I look at it is just, you know, controlling the controllables. Um, you know, no matter, you know, what happens, you know, with me, um, you know, um, I can control what I can control, and that's how I approach the game. That's how I, you know, train for the game and, you know, how I carry myself, you know, within the game. So it's just, you know, those three aspects to where, you know, uh, I kind of just have to, you know, look myself in the mirror and kind of say what can I can control and, you know, if it, it is what it is and, you know, just, just, just move on and, you know, be the best quarterback I can be. And, you know, now is now's the time where I've been, you know, trying to grow um, personally, spiritually as mm-hmm. a quarterback. So, I mean, I've, I've, you know, grown a lot these, these past, you know, few weeks in the offseason. It's really interesting on a number of levels. So that was uh, Fields with the Rich Eisen show. Well, Bernstein has made the Steve Young comp before, uh, so he'll love that. Um, he said Flus just met Steve Young, and so he's looking forward to picking his brain. So that sounds like the coach of the Bears – whether he actually just met him or sought him out to talk to Justin is a is a very interesting revelation there. Um, he still works for ESPN, right? Steve Young, yeah. Uh, that'll be that something will come out about that meeting. Also, kind of interesting that Justin Fields doesn't have a, a quarterback mentor. I'm trying to think about like who it should be. I know him and Trevor Lawrence are close. Because they've come up through recruiting together. Same Trent Dilfer. Dra- same draft class. Right. It was supposed to be Trent Dilfer. Uh, obviously not a great lineage of Ohio State quarterbacks. But I'm surprised that there isn't like a, an old head from Georgia that. Oh, is Stetson Bennett. <laughs> yeah, he is older than well, He's what, 36? Or- <laughs> That's a good sports joke by you. That was a very good current sports joke. Thanks. Um yeah, it was actually, it was, you know, he mentioned Michael Vick later on in that interview with Eisen, which you can get uh, on the Odyssey app. It, you know, it's we what we do. <laughs> we have the Eisen show yes. on the Odyssey app. So he talked a little bit about Mike Vick, but more so of a similarity with the playing style, but not uh, as like a mentor. As type. a guy that he yeah. can just call and text and who will be blowing up his phone after games and saying, this is what I saw, this is what you should do. That's interesting that he doesn't have that yet. And I, yeah, I don't have a great name. As to who it should be. I think Danny's a pretty good name. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> such an ass. Uh, the other thing is that felt like a train smart answer of the Bears, what they could do with the number one pick. It's like they've already been speculating about it. I expect to be the quarterback. We'll see what happens. I'm going to control what I the controllables like that. Controlling the controllables is a media savvy, trained publicist answer. Well, the irony is he met with SiriusXM earlier in the day, and it was, the answer was just like, oh, "That's not my job." <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, I don't know if over the course of the day, he's like, "I could have done that," but yeah, okay, that's see, I, you were listening to everything. Controlling the controllables is a PR agent, publicist, someone walking around with him. Hey, try this phrase: control the controllables. Hey, guys. I'm breaking it out because Speaks isn't here. You bring the bow? I brought the bow. We put a bow on this thing next on the score. We're Speaks. Me direct. Me direct. Tomorrow, 3 o'clock, one of our favorite segments of the year, Rapid Super Bowl Picks. 
How are you feeling about tomorrow, Shane? How are you feeling? Confident. Got some good names. Some people y'all enjoy. Y'all put some good names on the list. Okay. Any surprises? Um, To some, sure. Yeah, I can't speak to everyone, but right. some people might be surprised. Some people might be surprised. All right. I'm excited. Thank you to... Who did we do? What did we do? We had Joe Cowley. Who did we do? Uh, dude, tell me where to start. We had Joe Cowley. Who did we do? <laughs> Who did you do? Dave Watson. <laughs> Thank you to Speaks for being here for most of the day. That was so kind of him. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> Connor O'Donnell, Kevin Lapka, Twitch chat and video stream. Thank you, sir. I'm glad Speaks was here for, for <laughs> such a long time. Today. Shane Weirden, our executive producer. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Chris Hill makes us out better than we are each and every day. For Matt Spiegel, I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkins and Spiegel. This is the score. I'm done. <laughs> it's five. I'm out of here. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.